Welcome to Healing City Podcast. My name is Eric Siepen. The following podcast is a replaying of the Village Church's sermon series on relationship. Get into talking about how we interact with one another. Really, it all boils down to two things. And I talked about this last week in the introduction, but boils down to number one, all of us want to be loved. All of us have a need to be loved. And all of us want to have an impact. We want to be loved and we want to have an impact. Now, when we talk about having an impact, we don't just want to have some kind of impact on people that's general. We want to have a significant impact, something that means something, that shows that we have purpose and and meaning in our lives. You might even think of it as we would like to have a significant effect on people and the world around us. And when it comes to being loved, we don't want love for what we do, and we don't want love for the way we look, and we don't want love necessarily for how we make everybody happy. We want a love that we know we can't lose. We want a love that's secure, right? These are the two things that God has given us as we are image bearers. And the thing about it is you can't meet them on your own. You can't meet them on your own. So other people have to meet them, right? Or God has to meet them, but you can't do it on your own. So what tends to happen with these two needs is that you and I, you know, sometimes because we live in this fallen world, we think, well, it's great to ignore them. I'll just ignore them. That doesn't work. Some of us think, well, maybe we'll accomplish things and we'll do a lot of stuff and that'll make people happy and that'll make, you know, us feel like we're okay. But mostly because we're created in the image of a God who is relational, we look to one another to tell us that we're loved and that we have impact. So what happens is that we walk into our marriages, we walk into our friendships, and we walk into communities like this saying to one another, Tell me I'm loved. Tell me I'm important. Tell me I have impact. Right? And, and we go into marriage this way. And what happens is that we figure out that it's kind of like two ticks and no dog. Right? We, we end up in this, in our relationships looking for these feelings of love and looking for these feelings of meaning and purpose. But we end up finding out that there's just, it's not there. We end up getting really disappointed at some point. We end up feeling rejected. We end up feeling hurt. So what most of us do then is that we begin to form these layers to protect ourselves, right? So we, we create things to protect ourselves so that people can't hurt us, can't tell us we're not loved. Like we, we kind of create these things around us. What happens is when we do that, for us to kind of figure out that we're loved and have impact, we have to manipulate the circumstances. So we get into our marriages, into our friendships, and we come to church, and what we're doing is trying to manipulate one another so that we'll all tell each other, oh, you're loved, you have impact. Like we're gonna, so we kind of, it's this game. Only we have this underlying fear that the game's not gonna work, right? And so if we find out it doesn't work, we're not very good manipulators. And we can't get people to always come through for us. So what happens is we get angry, we get hurt, and we get mad, and we feel ashamed. And so either our friendships break up, right? We just are like, oh, well, I can't be friends with that person. Or we get really super disappointed in our church, and we're like, they don't understand me. They don't know me. They don't see me. I'm out of here. Or we end up 
leaving our marriage or in counseling thinking like, how, how did I marry this stranger? I don't even know who they are anymore. Right? We get to that place. And, and it's, it's not pretty. Right? But what I've talked about and what we talked about last week was that there is, there is another option. Right? There's another way for us to find love and significance, to know that we have meaning and to know that we're loved. And that is from Jesus. Right? That, that would make sense. We're all here at church. I should say that. It's from Jesus. That's where you're going to find your significance. Now, last week I read to you 1 John 3.16, and I want to read it to you again and just kind of talk about this a little bit. But 1 John 3.16 says this, We know what real love is because Jesus gave up his life for us. So we also ought to give up our lives for our brothers and sisters. This verse, we sometimes, I just want you to listen to this. We know what real love is because Jesus gave up his life for us. The way that you and I know what love is, the way that we know we're loved, we know what the Trinity, how the Trinity feels about us, is to look at Jesus. Jesus is the one that says, you are loved. The God of the universe died for you. There is no other religion, no other faith, no other anything where the God of the universe dies. It's, it's an idea that it's the God who created you and you run away from him and he's willing to die to get you back into relationship. John says, this is the way we know we're loved. So as we enter into the world, number one, if we're followers of Jesus, then we can say, oh, we know we're loved. We know we're loved because of what Jesus has done. But if you go ahead and read the whole Bible, what you'll find is that you are also designed for something. You're designed for something. And Paul kind of summarizes this in Ephesians 2.10, and I love it in the, in the New Living Translation, so I'm going to read it to you from that. He says, For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus, so we can do the good things he has planned for us long ago. Paul says that you are God's masterpiece. All of you. You're not like a, an imitation statue of an imitation statue sold in a swap meet. That's not who you are. No, you're somebody that God spent a long time thinking through how he's going to design you, what his intention was for you. Very carefully, you're his masterpiece. Not only are you his masterpiece, but he has laid out things for you to do.